0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Doctors of Running podcast where we, three, currently two, Doctors of Physical Therapy, talk about the art and science of what we put on our feet. Today, David and I are gonna be talking about, or I should say, I'm sorry, DJ, in honor of Nathan not being here. We're gonna talk about some of the super shoes that are out there right now, especially the ones that came out this year, talk about things that have worked and not worked for us, but also talking about what we're looking for when we review these shoes and what patients and people looking for to try this should be aware of. So David, you have a, let's start with a favorite. Do you have a favorite right now this year? What do you think? Oh, don't, don't do this to me, man. I'm totally going to do that to you.
1: Oh man. I think, I mean, there's no secret that 2021 has been just a wild west of innovation and production of these crazy freaking racing shoes. If I have to pick a favorite right now for my own mechanics, weight, balance, ratio, variability with distance, I've got two on my mind, probably um i'd probably say for shorter stuff i'm really liking the puma dv8 nitro elite 2 right now that's one of my go-to's right now for pretty much any workout or speed stuff that i like to do um if it's a little bit longer on the roads and i'm going to be doing some marathon half marathon pacing stuff i'm liking the audios pro 2 right now very bouncy rigid in the right places. It's got just a little bit of flexibility up front and it has like a poppy feeling off the toe off. So it's, it's nice and responsive, but it doesn't feel overly soft or mushy or unstable. Like it's, it's a pretty nice combination for me.
0: You do that. I've got the exact same thing where for me, like Deviate 8 nitro elite has been my kind of go-to for anything shorter, especially shorter workouts, even though there is interesting. I put this on again, it's plenty cushion for longer stuff, but oh, totally. it just, it, it mo- definitely one of the better shoes in my mind this year that works better at shorter distances. Um, and the Audios Pro too, like I was doing a 10 K recently and I was trying to choose between the two of these and I whatever reason went, I'm going to go with the more like a little more cushioning here and it did great it's not necessarily the fastest shoe over shorter distances but it's still got the rods there it's got some pop it's for my mechanics stable just based on all the lateral bias that we'll talk about a little bit but it did really well in the 10k um so yeah pretty impressed I'm chewing through the outsole a little bit but that's pretty normal for me so
1: oh man oh man that's bad
0: no, this is normal. I mean, it's normal. Like I did this to the other, the audio's one that I sent you. So it's not <laughs> abnormal, but yeah. So it sounds like we're on the same page. Still plenty of good stuff that came out this year. It's not that we don't like the other things. Like I, I'm still enjoying the A6 Metaspeed Sky, which has definitely grown on me. Um, I am interested. I like the Fuel Cell RC Elite. Um, not necessarily for me, but I've had a lot of people that I think are going to do well in this shoe. Um, in terms of like stable stuff, I think the 361 Flame is a less common one, but you know, it's not, not my favorite, but I think there's a lot of people that benefit from it. We got the Rocket X2, we got the Endorphin Pro 2, which yeah, it's mostly an upper update, but I think it's still going to do well for a lot of people. So why don't we start with the, the Endorphin Pro 2, like David, what what are your thoughts on that shoe?
1: Uh, it's definitely one of my favorites of the year so far. I think it's kind of like an honorable mention on that list. Yeah. I think we have, thankfully, I mean, we have the luxury of having so many different shoes that come through that, of course, some are going to get left off, but it's, it's an amazing shoe. I think overall, the rocker on it, the speed roll design, it's really good. It's really fluid. Um, for me, this is a half marathon and marathon shoe, not to say that it can't go fast. I think it's important to establish that versatility is relative. Um, when you look at the New York city, uh, that road mile, what is it? The fifth Avenue mile. There was a lot of those Adidas athletes in the audios pro the original one. I mean, last year's whatever, before the pro two came out
0: and they were still running really fast. So again, it's like, yeah, it's, it's totally relative on each person. And I totally agree with you. I think a lot of people that these shoes are aggressive enough that for most people, you know, this may not be a good shoe for a half or full marathon distance that, and a lot of these shoes that we're going to show. They may be better for shorter distances because of how aggressive they are. And there's nothing wrong with using a training shoe or a lightweight trainer for a half marathon or full marathon that if you have to figure out what works for you. So, David, that's really good point. So I was going yeah. that. keep going. No,
1: no worries. I have a tangent of my own later. I don't think okay. right now is the right time and place. Just remind okay. me later. Got it. Um, but I wanted to go into like flexibility of the shoe, where the rigidity is in the shoe yeah. and how that affects biomechanics and things yeah. like that. Yeah. and personal preferences but anyways to get back to the Endorphin pro 2 <laughs> it is a sweet colorway that's cool
0: um highly controversial i think we've we have enjoyed the colorway but have seen some people who don't like it so much i i guess Dave and i agree i think it's pretty cool so
1: get out of here it's a racing upper like look at that you got the checkered flags yeah. you got the little like asymmetrical look going on that always looks sweet on foot when you're running fast like yeah. it, it's eye grabbing But anyways, yeah, it's a it's a good rocker, and then the Pbacks midsole, the Power Run PB, it's still just as good as it was in the original. But I think the big thing with this shoe is that upper security is so much better, and it works a lot better for me. I feel like, especially through that heel and midfoot, like I just feel secure, and I'm able to roll off the shoe. I don't know. I just it feels better at those transition points for me. I'm landing and I'm transitioning quicker. I'm getting to that toe off and yes, there's some rigidity here. Of course there is, there's a carbon plate and a rocker design on purpose, but it feels like I'm transitioning fast and then I'm rolling off fast. And like my feet just kind of get underneath me and I can get into that rhythm. And that's why I like it so much at like that half marathon to marathon type of pacing.
0: Yeah. It's Um, really, it's really good for that, like looking for that consistent ride. And I, I agree with you. I think the upper lockdown has really helped kind of keep the foot on the platform better. It's just like, everybody talks about the sole, but the upper has uh, is the other half. You got to pay attention to that. It's yeah, I totally agree. And I also agree like that, that the endorphin pro two has been a shoe that I am more common to suggest more commonly suggesting to people that are going, Hey, you know, I'm having like calf issues. What might be a good super shoe. And I'm like, well, I think the, the, the speed rule works so well with the plate that like, I, I strained my calf at one point. And that's the shoe that I was doing workouts in and had zero trouble. And so I think that's testimonial, obviously, but from like a four foot rocker replacement, like, I think it works really well. And Have you tried that with certain patients? So I've had a couple of patients I've made that suggestion to, and it's worked out pretty well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I usually, I'm usually hesitant to recommend shoes, which is kind of ironic because of everything we do yeah um i usually just advise they go try a bunch on and see what works with their mechanics and i mean obviously if they have stiff ankles or great toes there's probably some things that might help with the rockers and things like that um but i mean the population i primarily work with that is in the running population they're usually not the top of the top hammering out five minute miles for long amounts of times it's usually the people that are more that middle pack Hmm. And still competitive within their age group, but they're looking more for something that's comfortable on their foot and right. the responsiveness isn't always exactly what they go for. So something like this, I might be more willing to suggest something like almost like a Hoka Rincon, where you have a little bit oh, of a definitely. firmer sole, yeah, kind of like a, the bevel, like the, the rocker is there, but it's not so dramatic that it feels like you're on like, um, on like, a, like a barrel or something underneath yeah. your foot that you're just rolling on. Yeah. Um but I will say the transition on the Endorphin Pro 2 because you're bringing up the calf things. Yeah. It feels so much smoother to me than the last one. I used really? to be I used to notice the plate a lot more in the yeah. Endorphin Pro 1. I was like wow this plate's actually pretty aggressive for how much stacks on this. And then everyone fell in love with the speed and that didn't surprise me at all. I was like the Endorphin Pro is it's a great shoe. I am, I prefer the Pro over the Speed. Yeah, But I know that's not the most common thing because most people aren't hammering off that toe off real hard and and trying to 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 just go real fast or they're, or they're not as light off their forefoot. And so the, the flexibility and the speed actually helps them to some degree. Right. Um, but in this one, the transition was smooth enough to where the the plate felt much more forgiving. And I don't think it was any more flexible. Like it just felt like it was more natural through the toe off.
0: It's always interesting to me because we, when we talk to, or when we, we see the tech sheets, the, you read the stuff on Running Warehouse or wherever, um, they're always like, yeah, there was no sole change it was just the upper, but even between generations, like I, I agree that there were, this, the midsole felt slightly different, both in the speed and the uh, pro, not a significant amount, but I, I agree where it, it seemed like the transition to the forefoot was better in a way. The first one for me was really, it was good in terms of that roll off, but the second one yeah, I just felt smoother without necessarily being more flexible. Um, I think David brings up a really good point. So I was I was talking about when suggesting the pro people who come asking about oh should I try a super shoe? And I'm like if you're going to try one, this might be one you may want to consider over some of the other ones. But yeah, it's, you know I know we're going through this, but not everyone needs one of these um, to perform at their highest level. You have to figure out what you need. I think the Rincon is a great choice because it's it's a light shoe. It's still stiff. It's still got yeah. some stiffness to it right these plates don't do any really like the basic thing they do is they stiffen they the stiffen the sole down right so you can get that from other areas like i'm reviewing the endorphin tra- the sock the endorphin trail right now that thing is so stiff and there's no plate in it so you don't have to have that so it's again optional but yeah so it sounds like it's it, the endorphin pro 2 is working better for you than the original totally yeah interesting
1: Hands right. down. I think Hands it's a step down.
0: up. Yeah. All right. So let's go to another one. I want to hear your thoughts on this shoe. And so, I'm read holding my up mind. Those, yeah. So podcast listeners, or I'm holding <laughs> up the New Balance RC Elite version two, drastically different from version one. So David, I want to hear your thoughts because um, I'm just, yeah, I'm curious. What do you
1: think? Yeah. Well, I didn't run in version one. So disclaimer is out there. Yeah. But this is a soft shoe, man. It was, I mean, like marshmallow soft. Yeah, it is. It almost felt better for me. We, I forgot. I think we did like a 10-mile tempo or 60-minute tempo or something. And like at a controlled pace, it felt better on the road for me. I tried doing intervals on the track and things like that. It just was not working. I felt sloppy. I wasn't on just wasn't doing well. And not to say this isn't a good shoe, but it's very soft. It's a little bit more on the unstable side of things. If you're looking at the collective group of these quote unquote super shoes, um, it's not a bad shoe. I don't notice the plate nearly as much. I mean, the fuel cell midsole is, is incredibly soft and bouncy. If you've worn the rebel, just picture even more of it. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it, I mean, yes, there's a plate there, but it's almost like it's not noticeable to some degree. Like it, It's weird.
0: I would be terrified to try this shoe without the plate. I think it would be like the most unstable thing ever. I think the plate really serves to like provide the bare minimum and make sure your foot doesn't totally roll off the platform because fuel cell, honestly, in this is the softest thing I have ever experienced, I think thus far in a midsole.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. I think. Yeah, go for it. No, I was just going to say for the consumers out there and for our listeners, if if you really do like soft marshmallow marshmallowy midsoles and like that's, that's what you're looking for and you want something a little bit more race-ready than like say, a, I don't know, a Skechers Max Road or, yeah. uh, or a Saucony Triumph or Mizuno Wave Sky, you know, something that's like more of those premium trainers where they yeah. have like really marshmallowy cushion, this is going to be like that racing component to that style. If, if you do like that, I mean, it's not for everyone. It's usually not for me. Um, not a bad shoe, just not the one for me.
0: I, I, I totally agree on that, that classification of going, I think this is one of the softest super shoes out there. I also think it tends to be less aggressive than some of the other ones, especially plate wise. Like I could not feel the plate in this shoe at all. To the point where, like a lot of sh- a lot of the super shoes, I can't do a, a normal pace long run in them. It's just the plate gets too aggressive running at an easy to slightly up tempo pace. Where this one, I can easily do long runs in this shoe because it's not that aggressive. But I, I- but t- to a- the thing, for David and I, David more so than me, I cannot do fast workouts in this shoe. I think maybe tempo runs are the max pace that I can push this to, but it really does better at like longer effort, like even like an easy long run, it felt way better than trying to do intervals in this. Cause it's just so soft. It's, you know, it's a little unstable for me more up higher. Like I felt like my foot was actually pretty locked in with like the sidewalls and stuff, but because it's so soft, my hips work so hard to stabilize. So I was like, I can't do harder long efforts in this shoe But that's me because I'm not the most stable. I think a lot of people, if you want to try one of these things and you want a soft shoe that's not the most aggressive, you know, the Rebel version two or this, I think would be a very good option. Um, I am a little sad. I mean, like, it doesn't work for my mechanics. I am a little sad that they lost the uh, the lateral flare that was, I mean, if you still want that, they still sell version one. Um, the the rebel version two has that as well. But for those people that tend to have stability issues, like trying to off the lateral aspect, like I use that with certain patients, um, luckily you still have that. It's just not in the, this version, this is much more centered now, but yeah, definitely one of the softest shoes that I've, I've tried and I have the same experience. I can't push it very super fast, but taking it easy runs is fine.
1: Yeah, and I, I do want to address something real quick. So, kind of to go onto that flexibility tangent that I was alluding to earlier, I actually like the Rebel Two for going fast better than the RC Elite Two, and yeah. I think a big reason is anytime you're dealing with the midsole this soft and you're kind of sinking down onto the ground, you need to get that propulsion from toe off somewhere. Right. And even if it's rigid and it's it, it's like. I almost want it to be more flexible up front like the Rebel. Yeah. Because you get a sense of grabbing the ground. It's a little bit more lower profile. You almost like sink into the ground. You can like pull off of it and then you get that snappy toe off. There's also like, a little, more, can,
0: there's also a little yeah. bit more. I mean, there's that thing is still super soft in the Rebel, but you still get a little better ground feel that you can go like, yeah, I'm pushing through the cushioning, but at least I can feel the ground enough to actually pop off of it. Where this right. one, you kind of just sink in and you're like, I'm song. It, 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 you know, at slower paces, it is responsive, but I think faster pace wise, it's just not, it's not, it doesn't turn over fast enough for some of us trying to push that pace at faster pace, but I don't think that's what this is designed to do. I think this is a long distance shoe that will be more of like a marathon racer, longer effort type of shoe. Totally. Or somebody who just wants the like buttery soft, like trainer or racing alternative to something like some of the premium cushion shoes that you mentioned. That's a great, uh, great classification, but yeah, that's, that's RC elite version two. What do you want to do next? All right. I don't have that one, but Regina does, but I don't,
1: well, I think it's, it's just a nice little segue from the RC elite two Cause there's no secret. Zoom X is pretty soft. Yeah. It's it's very bouncy, very trampoline-like, but it's responsive, and I think that's the the big difference between the fuel cell and the Zoom X. Not to say that fuel cell isn't responsive, right. but it is in a different way. It's 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 a lot softer, more cushiony. It's a little bit more reliant on the forces you put on it and like your own cadence and things like that. It almost feels like with Zoom X, it's like pushing you. If that if that makes sense, yeah. And especially like in the Alpha Fly, you have 40 millimeters of stack, very cushioned shoe throughout, but that forefoot is like, that plate's very prominent and the AirPods, I don't know how much the AirPod actually contributes, but when you decompress on it and you push off of it, you can feel that popping sensation where I just don't quite get that in the RC Elite. So you have two highly cushioned options both i believe the rc elite 2 is actually lighter than the alpha fly but on foot i I think this one feels lighter so it's it's weird it's like when you're propulsing off of it it just feels like you're getting so much more out of this out of of the alpha fly than you are the rc elite 2
0: that's that's another key point about going like these shoes you have to realize yes you can have weight as an objective measure like this is this many ounces or this many grams but the, the subjective feel that of that shoe is going to be totally different. So subjective feeling of weight is totally different. So.
1: Yeah. And then it, it all comes down to personal preference too. I mean, cause it's like, if I'm 15 miles into a run, I think I might actually prefer this on my foot just from a comfort. Oh, I'm yeah. holding up the RC elite too for the listeners. Yeah, Definitely, um, definitely more say, comfortable yeah.
0: over long runs in this shoe. Cause it's just less aggressive. And like for, I think David has mentioned, I'm, uh, hopefully I'm not going to cut them off, cut you off. I think David's mentioned this. Bach has mentioned this as well. And I've certainly felt this where you go do a long run in one of these shoes and you start feeling the plate at like 13, 14, 15 miles. And you're like, this is starting to not feel good. Where RC elite Two, you don't get that. And I think, I think it's the foam is, that's is so soft, but there may be other factors to that. Totally. And we'll throw throw this down that I, I have tried this shoe in a manner that I can't totally talk about. Um, but David's also running it at mostly an upper update. I do like it is the, the upper is much more breathable. And so for, I'm sorry, for the listener, for people who are listening and not seeing this on YouTube, um, I'm holding up the next percent version two, which is primarily an upper update. And the upper is just so much more airy and breathes a lot better than the version one. So other than that soul is pretty similar. So you'll get kind of what you expect with the next percent. So.
1: To the next one. On to the next. As the the we want to talk about Jay-Z once said. Let's talk about cutouts. I'm looking at the audio as pro Oh, I knew it. I was like, yep. All right. Yeah. I I don't know. I just saw it there and I was like, everyone's doing cutouts nowadays. So we might as well talk about it. Is it a gimmick or are they trying to take weight off? what's the deal? What's going on?
0: I think, I mean, from what I've seen in interviews, they are legitimately trying to take weight off. And I think you're going to know this better than me because, well, because you're nine, well, you're nine and a half. So you, you have my pair of Audios Pearl ones, but like, I think from what I've seen, there is a slight difference in weight between the two of them with the second version coming out at a little lighter, which makes sense. They've got the cutouts. I was very nervous about that at first, but I think it works because the sole is rigid enough from the rods. And the fact that the heel is so laterally biased, I think if you land at the rear foot, you're already gonna be way lateral. So depending on the person. So I don't think I think they can get away with this. And I haven't had any problems with this at all. And I'm definitely sensitive to this stuff. So I think not a gimmick. I think they they were able to take some weight off of it. I'd be careful with how much more they did that though. So
1: I'm just smiling because I'm about to show something up right now and Klein's going to have a reaction.
0: Please tell me you don't have the PrimeX. I'm going to be so upset.
1: No, it's not the PrimeX. Oh, okay, got it. All right, go for it. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> get that. We
0: need to snap a video of that. That is, yeah. The X uh,
1: 160X. Yeah. Stay tuned for version two, by the way. It's out there. Another thing, just with flexibility, oh. I know you. It didn't agree with you because it flexed through that midfoot like crazy. Yeah, it
0: did not agree with me.
1: I, it was still a great shoe. I, I
0: enjoyed some runs in it, but yeah, it didn't. Yeah, this. But it does like have that, a cutout. So yeah, this the Audio Pro <laughs> is not, Pro Two does not flex there at all. So I think that works. And I never yeah. tried the the. Why am I having a brain fart? The, the, Cloud uh, Boom. Uh, yeah, Cloud Boom. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and same thing here. I mean, you see it in the forefoot where maybe they want to make it a little bit more rigid, a little bit more traction probably, but down the midline of the shoe, that speedboard's totally open. Mm. Same thing, AlphaFly has the cutouts up front. They've got some, some holes and things. I think it's most prominent probably on the Audios Pro too because they're kind of showing the energy rods and everything. Like there's an aesthetic component to it as well as a performance component. Yeah. So I think it's an interesting and pretty cool look. But I agree. It's like if, if the rods weren't there and the forefoot wasn't as stable as it was, it would feel like you're going to collapse off of it. Yeah. But it doesn't, especially when you're running fast.
0: When you think yeah. about the rods versus plates, Like, do you feel a noticeable difference or not really?
1: I think they feel pretty similar. I think the rods... Might be a little bit more flexible, which I actually kind of like. It it feels like it's in between. Like, say we're looking at a carbon fiber plate and a Peabax plate. This almost feels like the middle of the two. Yeah. If that makes sense, like it's yeah. Like if I go and I flex it, like it's rigid. But if if I go and I flex like an Alpha Fly or a MetaSpeed Sky or the Rocket X, those are are about equal, if not more. And it feels like under load, those rods, they, they feel like they flex a little bit more. I don't know if it's because they're thinner, they don't have as much surface area. But it feels like on the forefoot, I get a little bit more of that uh, extension through the metatarsals there. And then it, it feels like I'm like, legitimately popping off of my forefoot, not because the shoe's doing it for me necessarily. But it feels like a little bit more of a natural motion there. Like if I was barefoot, not to say it feels like I'm running barefoot, just no, it doesn't that, at, all. Yeah, at all. But I'm just saying, like the toe off transition part of it yeah. specifically, I can feel it almost flex underneath me a little. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the other shoes, I don't, I can't really feel that that much.
0: Right. I think the other ones, your typical stuff's going to be much more rigid where you actually get just a team. Again, you got to put a lot of force through this for that, but it's just, it's a slightly different feel. Um, I also noticed the rods, I don't typically feel those later in runs. Um, although to be fair, I don't feel that at all in, in this one, I think so, this is the, we'll talk about this next, but the plate is really well integrated in this, but I'm curious how you felt because the audios pro two, I really like it. I think it works very well for my mechanics. I really like the, uh, light strike pro. I feel like this is totally different from the version that I bought off stock X, um, in back when I tried to review the first one before anybody else. Um, I, I really like the light pro here. I think, I don't know if it's the exact same as the original or if they changed it, but it's really nice. It's got some good bounce to it without being, uh, I don't want to say unstable, but I think it's just be- this shoe is set up very well for someone like me, where the lateral bevel, there is an additional, there is a carbon plate in here that is in the rear foot. Um, so it really stabilizes for me. Someone that tends to pronate tends stabilizes me really, really well. I've had some other people try this on to go, oh my gosh, this is so unstable, which yeah, that's normal walking. You don't get that as much running. And then it's such a stable forefoot. And I'm just so much happier. The transition off the forefoot is so much better than the original for me. I know some people run plenty fast in that, but seem to be better integrated, but still, I mean, pretty aggressive, you know, that's, that's kind of a later stage, better than the original, but later stage toe spring here. So yeah, what do you think think about this.
1: I think it's dynamic, like yeah. like how we were saying, when you put it under load and it flexes a little bit, I don't think it feels as aggressive as it looks yeah. on the toe spring. Um, everything about the Audios Pro 2 is all dynamic speed. Like Statically, walking around, the shoe is so uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like, even it's running slow. Bad.
0: It's not that bad, but it's definitely meant to run it. This is not a walking shoe at all
1: knee is like hey what's up and i'm like shut up i'm about to run <laughs> like, i don't know it, it's it doesn't feel great walking or running slow for me but if i go and i start doing a workout or a race type effort like it comes alive
0: i i would agree on on running slow in this is not the most comfortable but again it's not designed to do that And I think that's the, a lot of these shoes are not designed to be jogging easy. So like people that wear these all the time, like, I don't know if we can't suggest that your mechanics may be different, but they're really not designed to be going slow. They're tested at maximal speeds that elite athletes are putting them through. So yeah, they're not supposed to be comfortable. So yeah. Warming up and cooling down, not the most comfortable, uh, but like putting like the starting to move fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Dave and I, I don't know about you, I'll confirm this without assuming this, but I have really enjoyed this at all paces, whether it's all faster paces, whether I'm doing yeah. a threshold, whether I'm doing tempo interval sprint, like it feels pretty good at those paces, just not so much yeah. like easy runs.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And it's like, it's, it's, it's an interesting ride because it's softer and it's bouncier up front, but at the same time, it doesn't feel the rc elite 2 didn't feel responsive enough up front yeah it almost feels like a responsive rc elite 2 in some ways like it doesn't sink as much yeah Yeah. but it it's it's very cushioned but it doesn't feel like the foam deforms underneath you that much like that's Mm -hmm. what's interesting about it whereas like zoom x there's a very clear sinking feeling our fuel cell i i go and hold up a rocket x yeah whoops i thought (laughs) (laughs) The fuel cell phone, very, very soft. I mean, yeah. I'm not even pinching hard. That's my index yeah. finger and I can indent that thing pretty, pretty hard. Um, it, You can feel it kind of def- deflate underneath you when you land. It doesn't feel like that in the Audios Pro 2, but it, but you feel it feels suspension like.
0: Yeah, that's a good feels, way of putting it.
1: Yeah, yeah but, but it feels controlled. Like if you're going yeah, on a suspension, dual yeah. suspension mountain bike down a mountain and it feels smooth and you're kind of like hitting yeah. grooves, but, but you're smooth. Yeah, that's how it feels. Yep. but on your
0: feet, yeah, on your feet. So Adidas, good, good job with the update. Like some stat, like they totally. Again, a lot of companies are doing two-year cycles where they're waiting to update the shoe, and then they just do change the upper. This, I mean, I know that you know New Balance. This is technically a totally different shoe from the. I'm holding up the RC Elite Two. This is a totally different shoe. Like those RC Elite One and Two are two separate shoes, but the the adidas now i'm holding up the audios pro 2 totally different from version one although carrying some of the essence of it it's a different shoe that i think they did a lot better in that one. so i'm gonna bring up one david hasn't tried this one yet i think
1: no i haven't
0: yeah so i'm holding up the 361 yeah. flame um uh, not quite what i was expecting uh, the one positive of this is I think that it, it is the most stable of all of these shoes. Uh, definitely more stable than the RC Elite version two. But three sixty one flame was very curious, and I I am honestly surprised how firm this shoe is for the stack height. Uh, the one time it does feel good is running really fast. Like I probably choose this for like a five k if I was running that fast. But I think there's lighter options out there. But the plate and the foam is so firm. I think is those people that want a shoe that has a plate with some kind of like higher stack that's stable. I think this is going to be one of the better ones. Um, there is a lot of room in the upper. It fits almost a half size big. It I went true to size and it was fine because I like a little extra room. But yeah, it's also one sixty, so it's not as bad as some of these other ones. Like that's almost. Almost half the cost of some of these shoes that are coming out. On it's
1: getting ridiculous, yeah. I mean, on like, yes, I, I really uh, want to
0: try the Al- on Cloud Boom Echo. I'm not gonna lie, that I check like, I, and I'm trying I to like find a deal Cloud on Boom. that. Yeah, I never tried the Cloud Boom, but I'm super curious about the Cloud Boom Echo. But yeah, the some of the prices are getting out of hand. But yeah, for 160, not a bad option for somebody looking for a stable shoe. Um, but just know that it is very rigid. And a lot of that stability comes from how rigid it is and do not expect a soft ride from the foam. It's very firm. So I think there's going to be a unique person that, that runs in this. I think it's not going to be able to do a marathon for a lot of people. I think it might max out like 10K, like 5K, 10K for a lot of people that want this. But uh, it was also designed as a as like a, like a workout training shoe. So I, I guess I can see. Awesome, that. Sure. I, I think there, there needs to be a, this shoe has potential. I Just think there needs to be a little bit of redoing on the the like feel that's a little stiff, like even I think it's stiff.
1: But could it meddle in Tokyo?
0: I mean, yeah, it did, so that's fair, but that's I think that speaks also to the elite athlete that's wearing yeah, yeah. No, that's the athlete. Yeah,
1: she was gonna meddle with or without that shoe on her foot.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I mean that's cool for 361. That's great that you guys have like a the shoe that metal, like somebody is wearing this that meddled so. I think there is potential here. And so it's, I think it's a good first effort. I just want that the, the foam has got to be just a hair softer for the general population. But people that need a stable, like a rigid stable shoe, I think it might be a good option for people.
1: Yeah. All right. And I, I just want to go out there since we haven't talked about it yet is just midsole composition yeah. and what these foams are made of because p doesn't work for everyone. Some people no. find it unstable, too balancy, too soft, whatever you some of them uh maybe you'll do better with like a gaseous infused eva like a hyperburst from Skechers or the fuel cell rc is this this is infused right i think nitrogen no i don't know
0: i don't i don't don't remember what fuel cell is that's awkward um i don't remember either way it's it's not pbex It's, it's not yeah maybe there's some
1: percent composition but it's not um, or you go to something that's a little bit more, uh, that's a, yeah, the Puma is a, a nitrogen infused uh, Piba. Pibax, yeah. Pibax, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Piba. Um, I don't know. But these are EVA. Like, to my knowledge, this is EVA. It feels like EVA. <laughs> the Cloud Boom, uh, this is for sure a compressed molded EVA, the Rocket X. Yeah. And for some people, maybe they want a little bit more of a traditional feeling shoe with a little bit of the new elements that are coming out today, and that might work better for them. I have met people that have done better in those types of shoes than in any of these other ones we've listed and not to discredit any of them. I actually really like the rocket X and the cloud boom, um, cloud boom, just a little, it's a little more shorter distances for me. Definitely. I, think with that, I can't really run too long in it. It starts to hurt my foot, but I do like the ride of it. <laughs> so I'm, I'd be curious to see the cloud boom echo, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I mean, Rocket X is a good option. It's out there and it's a little bit more affordable than some of the other ones too. So, I mean, a lot of this, you just kind of have to try them out. Yeah. And if there's a good return policy, send them back or... Uh, keep them if you
0: like them, right? Keep them
1: if you like yeah. them. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's the same thing as a running shoe store. If you're if you're able to, I mean, financially, that's a pretty big hit. I mean, you buy three of them, it's like 600, you know? It's like, that's kind of frightening to think about the yeah. price tag on some of these shoes nowadays um or if there's a local running store that has a couple of them just go try them Uh, because none of these are bad shoes in and of themselves but if you ask me and Klein, our top three it's it's really crazy that we have the same top two because that never happened up until recently
0: right we have very different mechanics very 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 different mechanics
1: but we both like the audios pro 2 and the and the puma deviate nitro elite so That seems to be a little bit of a fluke. If you asked just about like six months ago, (laughs) our answers would be entirely different. different. But But, so let's
0: let's we have a lot of evidence, by the way, or well, not a lot, but emerging evidence on how people react to different stiffnesses, i.e., different stiffnesses of midsoles of plates. And we know already that different people do better in different things. Like the stiffest thing shoe is not going to work better for everyone, right? That's why. There's so many people that love the endorphin speed versus the pro and vice versa. So you have to find what works for you. And that's going to take some experimentation because even, you know, if you have an expert or like one of us make a suggestion, we might still be wrong because at the end of the day, we don't know what you're feeling. And there's also a comfort factor, which is one of the most important things. And only you are going to be able to figure that out. So we can have help you make an educated guess. But at the end of the day, it's you trying stuff on and learning what works for your body which is what we want to help you do. We want to help not we're not trying to tell you what to do. We want to try to educate you on how to make better decisions for you as an individual. Not for your neighbor, not for your running partner, for you. And that's, you know, that's what you got to figure out.
1: Yeah, and if something's working for you and you for whatever reason have a nudge to try one of these new products and it's not working for you, have the courage to to dish it back. Yeah, say I can't no. I tell you how many times I've heard it where it's like Oh, the speed goat has worked for me for the last four or five years. And now I want to try this shoe. I don't know, like the Lone Peak or whatever. Yeah. It's just not working for me. But for some reason, they really want to like that shoe and they just keep trying. And then they end up reverting back. Or they ask me Let about it, it. I'm like, well, if the other one works for you, just run in the other one. Let it go. Like if it's comfortable and you like it, then that's all that matters. That those so... are the two things,
0: by the way, where we know in terms of like injury prevention outside of strength training and like not training like a, a let me not be rude, not overtraining improperly is like, if a shoe's comfortable for you, that's one of the biggest things we have to know that the shoe's probably not going to influence an injury for you. So like, if it's comfortable, that's probably good. If you don't force yourself to like something, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not saying you're going to get injured in something because it's uncomfortable for a run, but like comfort is key. And we know that.
1: It can happen. Heartbreaks are hard, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's been some shoes I've been so excited for and I put them on and it was nothing that I was looking forward to. And I'm like, no. And for us, like, I know people are like, oh, you guys
0: get free shoes, but like we have, it takes, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to be in the situation that we're in, that we built this up to this point to have companies send us stuff to review, but it doesn't mean that we like everything. And we're always honest as you guys find out when we take dumps on shoes and that's how it goes um but yeah there's plenty of shoes we get and we're like oh gosh i hope i can get the mileage on this without getting hurt and sometimes we do and that's how it goes and so we try to get you guys answers and be honest with you so yeah we don't like everything that we get sent but we try to put be honest but also think about other people that it might work for speaking of shoes that we disagree on I'm gonna hold up the ASICs MetaSpeed Sky, and I want to hear what David thinks about this shoe, how that did or did not work for him.
1: I mean, I've run fast in it.
0: Okay, that's a positive. What do you think? I want to hear your it just doesn't
1: work for me. Yeah, it just doesn't work for me. It's another, it's a perfect example of a good shoe that just doesn't work for me. And that's just an individual thing. I tend to have a little bit of a quicker. Well, I don't have a super quick stride maybe like 170 steps per minute or so like it's quicker than most probably but it's still not like rapid fire but i do like to have my feet underneath me and i have a relatively light kind of quicker cadence when i'm going and it really feels like this shoe like lengthens me out too much like it feels like i land and then i get like almost like lengthened like i like I land and then i get pulled back and my stride, like, I feel like I'm over striding when I run in this, I feel kind of sloppy. And the, the, the midsole,
0: <laughs> that's my mechanic sloppy and over striding. No wonder the shoe works better for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I just like, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel sloppy and like I'm over striding, but the midsole feels great. Yeah. The shoe's responsive. It's lightweight. I mean, it's like, this is I literally have not put this on since the last time, like in a while. And when we were getting ready for this, I picked it up and I was like, man, this is light. I was like, and it's good, good foam. Everything's solid. I was like, maybe I should give it another chance. And in the back of my head, I'm like, you gave it a few chances. (laughs) That's why I'm
0: so curious to see. I'm wondering if we have the exact opposite reaction because supposedly we're going to get the Metaspeed edge. So I'm super curious if we're opposite on that. So yeah, it didn't, so a good shoe just didn't didn't really work for David with his mechanics. It works better for my mechanics. It's another another shoe that like is not comfortable to warm up in. Like I do not like doing warm up, cool down, easy runs in this. But for my mechanics, because I have a much longer stride, I hit the ground really hard. It it does work for me. It's not maybe the best option out there, but it's a shoe that I keep reaching for because it's consistent and so these guys know that I'm psychotic and took the shoe on a trail race, which it like would not the best option. Right. So forefoot is nice and stable. The heels a little less. So, um, but let me see, where's my, uh, so I'm hardest on my left sole. And so there is no other shoe super sure I can guarantee you that I've gotten to this point. This is my left sole left shoe. Which I normally destroy, and these have like 110 miles on them, and so I got to give massive points to this shoe for durability because there's yeah no other super shoe and shoe in general. I think that's like that's not. True. I mean, but like that, to be able to handle this, and David can tell you, like,
1: I mean, our super fans probably know, but no, that's that's not bad. That's really good. I think that's like really good.
0: Yeah, I can actually still see the numbering too on this it.
1: guy has like destroyed outsoles in yeah. like less than 30 40 miles before
0: or david like i'll, I'll be like hey i think I, <laughs> I have i reviewed this i want to send this to you and he gets in like dude how many miles do you have with this i'm like maybe 35 like i got the minimum and he's like there's no outsole left like what happened so a meta speed i got to give credit like A6, it's a durable shoe this you are going to get your money's worth out of this it lasts a long time but you have to make sure like all these shoes whether it matches your mechanics um, for me, because I hit the ground really hard and I have a long stride, I think the way the shoe is designed in the plate, I'm not necessarily, I'm not really buying into the whole like stride versus cadence thing yet. I think there needs to be more evidence on that. I need to see a little bit more, but as a, I think with the, the length of the plate, it, for me, it works better for my mechanics. I do notice though, cause I just did a workout in this yesterday that, when my, I get tired and my stride starts to shorten, it does not feel good. And it feels like this, the shoe is forcing me to keep my stride long. Yeah. So it's just something you got to get used to. And it felt like the shoe was running ahead of me, which was kind of good, although kind of not because it start to fatigue, but it's definitely, I mean, like, you know, not from an anecdotal point, there were a lot of these at the uh, Olympic triathlon, which is very interesting to see. Um, I don't think we were expecting that. I think it was expecting to see more of like the Nike fan base, but Yeah, there's plenty of Metaspeed Sky and we're starting to see more of these. So yeah, yeah, it does work for my mechanics. I like this shoe best toward the end of a run. Like when I'm doing workouts, I've done intervals. I've done tempos. I've done longer efforts in this. And it feels best when I am like picking the pace up at the very end when I'm fatiguing and slamming my feet into the ground. That this thing moves like none other um, when I'm doing that. But trying to do easy runs in this is not,
1: That was where the shoe felt the most comfortable for me was when I was slamming my feet into the ground.
0: So if you're a slammer, (laughs) this might work for you. If you are not and you're light on your feet with a shorter stride, (laughs) not. But hey, let us know. I'm
1: wondering if it's like geometry and just uh, the way the length of the plate is designed and how the foam decompresses, because I will say this shoe. Now, I liked the Addi Zero Pro, but it Mm -hmm. did the same thing to me when I would run fast. And so it's like, there's three shoes off the top of my head that do that to me. It's the Metaspeed Sky, the Carbon X2 actually. Oh, interesting. I, I like the Carbon X2 when I'm at a moderate pace, but when I go fast, it just feels like I'm lengthening way yeah. too much and I can't rope my legs back in. And then, um, and the Addy Zero Pro. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the way the plate design is, the geometry. All three of those are different shoes, like, totally but they all yeah. make me do that. And I, it's very noticeable, at least to me. I mean, the way my legs are moving, um, I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, it might not be necessarily a stride versus cadence thing. I don't know. But it just however the shoe is designed, I guess, like, I don't know. We'll see. Metaspeed Edge, if, if this is true, then in theory, the Metaspeed Edge should work for me very well.
0: Yeah, and it sh- I should hate it. So we'll have to see what happens.
1: All right, should do. Are you on the edge. edge of your seat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is
0: that a- that was a reference to the speed Edge, huh? Awkward. Totes. I might have to switch. Uh, cameras because I think my my uh, computer's about ready to die, which is awkward. It would be super awkward. So let's see what happens.
1: I mean, we got through pretty much all of them. Yeah, we could we could probably wrap it up real quick.
0: No, we got it. We got to do this one. We got to do the puma. We got to, we got to do the puma DVD. I mean, we got to spread some
1: big cat energy out here. Yeah, but,
0: exactly. But yeah. I mean, like, so,
1: I'm gonna change. The I think so die. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, oh now you are. for the listeners, I don't know if they can see or not, but we got a stunning photo of Dr. Klein over here in a black blazer with a purple tie on a red shirt. I don't know what event that's from. That looks like that was from a while ago.
0: It was from a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back to normal cameras. My computer. <laughs> All right. He's back. Yeah. With the grainy uh, camera, which I would think would be better on a Mac, but I guess not. So that's how it goes. Um. Uh, Anyway, so we're both, we're holding up the Puma Deviate Elite Nitro, which has been a favorite for both of us. I, when I first ran in the shoe, I was like, it was so comfortable. I was not expecting that from a plated shoe. Most of the plated shoes out there, when you put them on, they're aggressive. Um, It's not something, I mean, I think the one exception would be the RC Elite 2, which felt much more relaxed because it's so soft. But the Deviate Elite Nitro was like, this was such a pleasant shoe to like break in. So I did like, a, I always do like a two mile shakeout in these and it was so pleasant. I'm like, wow, like this foam is, I really like the foam. It's, correct me if I'm wrong. It's
1: it, it, nitrogen injected PIBA Peebacks? PIBA Peebacks? The same difference. Isn't it just I, a company that makes yeah. it? But this I, I
0: really like it. It was nice. It This is one of the lighter shoes out on the market besides I think the other... It's the Metaspeed Edge, which is six to half the Vaporfly Next%, Percent, which is 6.4 ounce for men size nine. This one's 6.7. Somebody correct me on that on that. This is on the lighter side, but it's still plenty cushion. And the plate is just so well integrated into the, into the sole that for me, this one works better running faster. So like I can warm up and cool down in this. It feels good. But like 5K, 10K, half marathon pace, even mile pace feels great in this shoe. Um, and it's just a, such a light upper that still holds the foot down really well. It's I think Puma really did well on this shoe. So, did, yeah, what do you think?
1: I think they knocked it out of the park. I mean, yeah. it's like it's comfortable at all paces. It almost feels like a slightly more stable next percent. Yeah, agreed. It's it's just. It's it's nice. It's cushioned. It's it feels very balanced. It almost feels like the traditional trainer slash racer that w- that used to exist. Maybe the old school Adidas Boston. I don't know. But with a nitrogen infused PIBA midsole, so it's it's soft and bouncy. But it's not. It doesn't. It, it's kind of like that suspending feeling I was talking about earlier with the Audios Pro Two, where it's like you can feel the cushion and you can feel that it decompresses, but it doesn't feel like you're sinking. And it just feels very nice and balanced the way you transition from the heel to the midfoot to the toe off. And it's funny because it almost doesn't feel like anything overly special, like at first. Like it just feels no. like you're running nice. It doesn't feel like you're getting any crazy bounce or push or anything like that. But it just feels that you're running cadence and stride, at least for me and my own mechanics. I just feel nice and fluid and good. I'm not slapping the ground hard. I'm just like, I'm just having a good time. Like it's just an enjoyable shoe to run in and it's it's very lightweight the cushioning for the for the weight is absurd it's actually pretty dang good and there's an outsole like it's it's amazing i don't know how they pulled it all off the upper is almost track spike like in some ways not quite as snug as a track spike but it's um the material is very synthetic and lightweight like and um it locks down good and it's nice and secure. Everything about the shoe is just kind of like nice and pleasant. It's, it's weird. It's not a showstopper. Like, it's not like you put it on and you're like, whoa, this is it. But, um, but it just feels nice at all paces. I've literally, I've run, I think, I'm pretty sure I've run like 62 second quarters in this and I'm, I've run long tempos in it and I've, done K's sub three miles sub five I think I've done yeah like a seven eight mile tempo in it like the shoe has done well on all of them and it's like I'm so happy they sent us a second pair because like this that made my day I was just like <laughs> I just I like still, shoe. I, whatever
0: reason I still like this one more than that not just not the color but like I mean yeah a little bit but yeah I've been I've been saving these and they sent us this and I'm like damn it I should have like taken these so I'm gonna try to take these to 100 miles and see what happens. But yeah, I totally agree. And my outsole on this, this is... No, that's the right side. Outsole still going good. I think I have like 40-ish miles on these, So I might have to see how they compare to the Metaspeed Sky in terms of durability. But so far... But yeah, I have the same experience where I run like some of my fastest workouts and pushing in this shoe and then taking it for longer efforts. And it's been totally comfortable and fine. And so... But it's so weird because when you put it on, you're like, okay, like this is really comfortable. And then it's it's like... Yeah, the shoe is like, I got you. Don't like, don't have to think about this. I'm not, let's not, this is not going to be crazy, at least the way you think, but I can yeah. still move. So definitely like like, the most comfortable ones out yeah. there that still can really be like, it's, it's, it's not the, like un, this, like sinking softness that you get with the RC elite Two. It's not the rigid that you get. So some of the plates, it doesn't seem to change your mechanics in any odd way. But it's just a nice shoe and one that yeah. I like have been very protective of going like if I'm going to race, I'm going to like do this, like save this for something. But yeah.
1: it's very pleasant and natural feeling. That's what I'll say. Definitely agree. It doesn't. No. It, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's there's no gimmicks here. It just no. feels like a nice, pleasant shoe. And it doesn't have like as responsive of a feeling as with some of these other shoes, but it doesn't need to. It's like you go, you pick up the pace, you just feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the best way I could describe it. It's almost like underwhelming in the most positive way that it could Pleasant be. Pleasant
0: way. We mean that yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. it just feels natural. It feels nice. Yeah. Like if I'm doing a 5k tomorrow, this is probably, probably the shoe on my feet. Yeah. Like I would, I most recommend. likely.
0: Yeah. I think for longer distances, I think like, would you choose this for a marathon?
1: Maybe. Maybe. I'm the I same. Gotta though, I got to take it beyond 15 miles. I, I got to yeah. take this thing on a good run. Um, I think the longest I've taken it so far has been twelve or thirteen, for sure. Half marathon, I think so. I think I think it I think it'd be fine for a marathon. We'll find out. We'll see how uh, Molly does. Yeah, that's very in, true in Tokyo. But yeah. um, no, I think it can. I I think it can. I I I just I mean need obviously to... for
0: Molly, it can. She's done this a couple yeah. times. So like, but do you think for like most people, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, if the next percent can work, why can't this?
0: That's that's true that's true.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of getting some of the reps in and just, and seeing how it goes. And I still have to do that as far as a full goes for, I have plenty of confirmation for half. Um, but I, but I think it can go full for as long as it feels good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's very true. Comfort wise. Definitely. So yeah. We And, you know, it's funny that we're talking about, like, there's a large number of these shoes that have come out this year. And we're, like, barely a little over halfway through the year, right? Almost. Yeah. Well, almost technically, like, two-thirds. But, yeah, there's still time. There's still more stuff coming out. And so I'm curious to see where things go. And we want to mention this again, that these are shoes that are really meant for like racing efforts or workout efforts i know there's a lot of people that train in them and that if they're comfortable for you that's fine i'm sure that works really well but just remember a lot of these are designed for racing and faster tempos so you know it's the one we all encourage you and this is not because we're trying to sell shoes because we don't make any money off of like you know like we don't sell these individually But, and we do have some relationship with some companies, but we don't necessarily make huge amounts. We don't make like, oh, like you bought this shoe. No. So like we suggest this is a, these are nice shoes to have. If you can tolerate how they are, some of them are very aggressive, but we really suggest you have multiple shoes in your arsenal for different things. If you're going to do a long run, you may want a long run or easy run. You're going to probably want a totally different shoe than the one you're going to go do a hard workout in. If that's something you're doing. We do know there is evidence to suggest that having multiple pairs of shoes can reduce your inj- running injury risk because you're exposing yourself to different stimulus. Um, I can tell you, you know, David and I, we don't run in these types of shoes all the time. I think we save these for very specific things. I, you know, both of us really only use these for specific workouts. This is not a shoe I'm going to take when I'm doing an easy eight mile run. Never. I mean, no, we just don't do that. I mean, I think you could, but I think the two of us go like, that's not the purpose of the shoe. So why am I going to try to push it and use it for that purpose? So, you know, we, you may have heard us say that shoes are tools and each tool is going to work differently for different people, but it still has a specific purpose at the end of the day. Right. Like, you know, a shoe, like I'm holding up the sockety Triumph. Some people are going to be able to use this as their marathon ratio. I, David and I are not going to be using this as a racing shoe. It was designed to be a training model. Um, there's a lot of cushion. It's a little heavier. It's you're going to reach for it when, it's, when you want something a little bit more protective versus one of these shoes. That's, that's what we'll reach for, for an easy run, but these, you know, no, like the Nova blast. Yeah. For a lot of people, they can reach for that for a little bit up-tempo stuff, but it's not designed to be a racing shoe for people, you know, and some people will be able to use it as a longer
1: distance race shoe, but just got to figure out what works for you
0: dude i'm kind of curious in the newest version of that to be totally me honest too. with you
1: me too i like the rc2 yeah
0: the rc3 like they got a nice color on running warehouse like again not trying to sell anything but yeah it's a nice color keep staring at going maybe maybe yeah
1: and some people are going to like that more traditional racing flat feel yeah so not we everyone needs shoes that's that's yeah. the reason why i grabbed it i wasn't yeah. just trying to throw a three yeah stride. yeah
0: not everyone needs a carbon plate not everybody needs a super foam to perform at their best so or you
1: could even get the mix i mean yeah you got the freedom power on pb midsole no plate training basically a performance trainer yep
0: i wonder if we're going to start because everybody seems to be focused on the plates i wonder if we're going to start seeing more shoes that just have the foams and don't have the plates in them or because but the problem is that they're usually the foams are so when you have a max stack height and that unstable of a foam you kind of have to have that to stabilize
1: it. Get away with it to some degree, though. I mean, you got Lightstrike Pro in the Boston. You have a foam I can't talk about in a shoe I can't talk about yet. Um,
0: yeah, but that's it's not it's it's not the whole midsole. I think the Boston ten is, though, in
1: this in the second one I'm talking about. I just can't I can't talk about it. So
0: oh okay yeah, but in the I'm holding up the Boston ten. The Boston 10, though, like, it's only the top layer. The rest of it is light strike. So that's... Right. I, I'd be curious to know what the Boston 10 would feel like if it was a full light strike
1: pro midsole. It would be interesting to see a Nitro Elite midsole on, like, the Deviate 8 Nitro. You know what I mean? Like, on a non-plated version. Because they have yeah. the nitrogen-infused EVA, but yeah, then the absolutely. Nitro Elite is that nitrogen-infused PIBA. So... I'd be curious to see them play around with, with that as well. Just to see how it goes. I well, think have um, to, it would have to
0: be a lower stack because I think the higher stack, it's going to be too unstable.
1: Yeah. Reebok did that float ride. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I'm like, someone did it. I know someone, someone. did that.
0: And I mean, it, it can not work. Thought... It wasn't stable enough for me, but I think certain people have stable
1: mechanics. You're right. That's a good point. So there's all kinds of crazy cocktails of these shoes. They're yeah. tools. Everyone's got individual differences. Find what works for you and then uh, go have fun. Yeah. So again, we're not discouraging you
0: from asking us questions, but when you come to us and ask what's the best shoe, we're going to tell you there is no such thing. There is no such thing as a best shoe because even for individuals, right? There's a, there are better shoes that are going to work for some people, but their needs as an individual are going to change over time. So there is no such thing as a best shoe, even for each person. So you can ask us questions. Just know that if you ask us that one, that's the answer you're going to get. You get that all the time, but yeah. So that's what we're, some of the things that we're putting on our feet right now. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Please follow us on all of our channels that we have. Uh, Olympics is going on. So go team USA as David's holding his shirt up. Uh, we have lots of different areas. You can follow us. We have obviously Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, We've got LinkedIn. Bach would like to remind me that there's a Pinterest and a TikTok. We also have- I was going to say, we have a
1: TikTok now, see right?
0: Yeah, we do. Do um, we we post anything on it? I don't have TikTok. I don't have TikTok either, so.
1: You guys tell us because we don't even know.
0: Yeah, that was, by the way, that was the social media platform that made me feel old. Um, I teach a little bit at APU and they were doing, some of the students were doing a study on the effect of social media on pain perception. And they were listing off social media websites and they're like TikTok. And I'm like, what's TikTok? And I realized in that moment, I'm like, oh, I have crossed this threshold where now I'm getting older. I don't
1: even have a Twitter. I mean, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, I'm done. It's over. Anyway,
0: yeah, David and I, same boat. So anyway, follow us there. We've got lots of cool content coming out. We've got some great guest reviewers that are joining us and putting out additional content we've got cool stuff on the horizon. We've got more shoes coming. We have a new stability shoe page that we're going to be talking about. And we're definitely going to be adding a lot more research-based material um, and start to dive in a little bit more to a couple studies that are coming out and start to talk about, Hey, what is the stuff that we're putting on our feet? And what is the evidence starting to say about what that is and what's happening? So yeah, follow us, enjoy it. And thanks for listening.